The Starry Indecisis podcast is recorded at the CFUV studio, located on the unceded territory of the Lekwungen and Sanchosan-speaking peoples, including the Songhees, Esquimalt, and Wasanich nations. It is important to remember that as uninvited guests on this land, a land acknowledgement is only the beginning of our obligation to these nations and to Indigenous communities. Through this podcast, we hope to show our commitment and support to all Indigenous peoples across Turtle Island, and particularly those navigating the colonial institution that is law school. We honor and thank our Indigenous communities as we work, learn, and live on their land. Hello and welcome to another special mini-episode of Why Appeal on the Starry Indecisis podcast. My name is Sarah Lachance, and throughout the next few weeks, I will be interviewing different members of Appeal's editorial board, learning about the different departments and roles, and hopefully answering the ultimate question of why you should get involved in Appeal, the University of Victoria's law journal. Today in the studio, we have an interview with Jinjay, a member of the Publications Department of Appeal. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself to get started? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Jinjay Jong. I am in my second year uh, at the JD program. And uh, in terms of my background before joining law school, I did a lot of work in nonprofit sector. So I did internships and I worked as a legal admin assistant. Before that, uh, my undergraduate degree was in international studies. Um, in terms of my involvement on top of appeal, I am involved with the Pan-Asian Law Society here at UVic Law, as well as the Equity and Diversity Committee as a student representative, and uh, my wonderful team just finished our moot. Yeah, congratulations. That's really exciting. Thank you very much. So how did you first hear about and get interested in Appeal? When I first heard about Appeal, it was from other students who were involved with Appeal in the previous year, actually, and, uh, you know, they encouraged me to look into it, to join it potentially. And, uh, you know, when I saw that the application for joining the appeal board came up, yeah, I reached out to everyone. You know, I reached out to quite a number of uh, people from the previous board and just to ask them about their experience, what they learned, and what they shared with me. I knew, that, oh, okay, this is something that I'm interested in. Mm. And yeah. did you volunteer before? Was that kind of your first introduction into appeal. Yeah, so I actually did not volunteer. Um, I, in 1L, I thought, you know, I already have a few commitments. I don't want to overextend myself. But in hindsight, I wish I did, because I think the volunteers get, you know, insight into the process and learn quite a bit of skills, um, you know, in how to edit papers and do McGill citations. So I wish I did, but unfortunately, I did not. Yeah, it's definitely a mix of the current board members of who volunteered and who didn't. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Um, and now that you're in the publications department, can you give us a little bit of an overview of what that department does and what your roles looked like? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the publication department, we have three members. Um, so myself and Stephanie Lawless and Lane Clark. And we work as a team throughout it all. Um, if I were to summarize the role of the publication team, I would say publication team does really what people think of when they think of law review journals, which is, you know, we kind of do a little bit of work throughout the entire step, I would say. And of course, like as a board, you know, we're involved in the decision makings about which papers, but then, you know, when it got to the points of, okay, now we need to do the nitty gritty work of combing through the papers and, uh, catching grammars, um, you know, catching citations, issues like that. 
um, you know, it, it involved a lot of, <laughs> a lot of late night works. Um, and in terms of day to day, I would say though that um, volume of work really comes and goes. You know, I would say at the beginning of this process, the submissions team was doing so much of the heavy lifting, and then after they finished their work, then we kind of took it on, um, and then. Yeah, it's just a constant bit of work, you know, every every day, every time, and then, you know, when it comes to deadlines, then of course you have to, you know, put put in some hours. Mm-hmm. For sure. And so, uh, what are some of the skills that you've learned in this role? Well, I mean, uh, I'll give two answers. So one more practical and one more conceptual, maybe. So practical skill that we've learned is, I, mean, I would say, just the McGill Citation Guide. Um, I mean, it's incredible just how much you actually end up internalizing, and it certainly came in handy when we were, you know, drafting our factum, and we had to, you know, reposition our entire uh, citations because we've changed our factum and rewritten it. In terms of a more conceptual point, I would say, you know, being involved in appeal really just gives you a chance to, well, it gives yourself an excuse to just read. I mean, you just get to read a lot, right? And you know, you only learn what a good writing is when you. Read a lot, and uh, you know all these student submissions. Like they're wonderful, and you get to pick out. Okay, this really engaged me, and you kind of get to internalize that, and you know maybe take that with you in your future writings. Um, so that's what I would say. A gill citation for a more practical point or a conceptual point. You just get to read good, really good writing. And so, what is what has been your favorite thing about your experience so far in publications? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll pick up on a previous point I made and maybe add a little bit more to it. So yeah, just, you know, when you're in law school, you just read for courses, you know, and you almost never get to kind of read from a variety of sources on a variety of, you know, areas of law. But through appeal, yeah, you're almost giving yourself an excuse to just do non-course readings. Like, no, you don't have to read, you know, a case law. You get to read someone's, you know, really interesting overview on a state of law in an area of law that you never even thought of, that you had never taken a course in. Um, so you really just get to learn so much. And, uh, you know, to follow up on that point is you're not just learning by yourself, but you're also learning and then discussing it with a group of really, you know, intelligent people on the uh, board. And that's also a wonderful experience on its own. Um, because it's one thing to just read something, but then to discuss it is, you know, that's where you really learn, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I guess on the flip side of that, so what is the most challenging or unexpected thing that you've encountered? I would say that the most challenging aspect has been just coming to terms with the fact that, um, you know, this is a lot of commitment. And, you know, you also have a lot of other commitments, whether it be other extracurriculars, your courses, or just personal life. And really, um, the biggest challenge for me was being able to navigate that. Um, And it really kind of taught me to, you know, be a better communicator. Um, I mean, our publication team was absolutely wonderful in communicating with each other. You know, we would let each other know, hey, this week, I just have this thing coming up. Would someone else be able to take this on? And you know, like Stephanie and Lane were absolutely wonderful and accommodating for me when my workload got a little bit too heavy with other aspects of life. And of course, I try my best to be there for them when, you know, their workload is getting a little bit heavy. And yeah, just communicating, just giving people heads up. Um, yeah, I certainly didn't expect 
just how much work it would be. Um, but it was all manageable through teamwork. Yeah, yeah, being on a team is definitely really, really helpful. I know that for me, being on the podcasting and public relations team, it's been a lot of the same, like maintaining the open communication is really important for sure. Um, and so why do you think law students should get involved with Appeal? Huh. You know, I feel like I may have touched upon this <laughs> point throughout the interview, but, you know, if, if, if I may just maybe put a new gloss on it, I would say that students should get involved with Appeal because I found in a lot of ways, like, this is really a skill that you're going to take with you for the rest of your legal career. And you'd never stop learning, I think, in law. And, you know, when you come across a paper on a completely new topic that you had never considered before, you get to be a beginner again, and you just get to learn from the ground up. And the more you do that, you know, the more you're setting yourself up for the future of just constantly learning and constantly being a beginner. And also, you know, it might lead you down like very interesting, just, you know, rabbit holes of ideas and thoughts. Um, and when something engages you, that's something you should pursue. So I think that's another incredibly important thing that people are going to um, learn when they get involved with Appeal. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Um, and so before we go, do you have any parting words of wisdom for students who might be interested in getting involved in Appeal or want to apply for the editorial board next year? Yeah, I mean, uh, I would say really reach out to current board members or former board members because we're so wanting to share, you know, our experiences and our thoughts. And that was true for me when I reached out to previous board members that were all so giving and so generous with their thoughts. And another thing I would say is, yeah, I mean, different departments within Appeal, I think, have different timelines and different kind of spikes in workload. I would say really take that into account, perhaps, um, you know, just in line with your other commitments. Um, because, yeah, as I alluded to before, I think submission workload is so much heavier at the beginning, um, whereas publication workload is much heavier later on. So just something to keep in mind. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast and thanks for sharing your experiences. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for listening to my ramblings. That's all for this episode. I'm Sarah Lachance and thank you for listening to the Starry and Decisis podcast. We'll chat again in our next episode. Starry and Decisis is a student-led podcast at the University of Victoria Faculty of Law, affiliated with the Appeal Publishing Society and produced at the CFUV Studios. You can find us online at our website, onlineacademiccommunity.uvic.ca slash starryanddecisis, or anywhere where you listen to your podcasts.